Welcome back to Things You Need to Know. My name is Harvey Roddenberry, and today we will talk to you about things you didn't need to know. You know who we are. We're, oh, Turley's gone, apparently. Um, we have Mr. Hopper, who's no longer a Knight Templar, which is kind of sad. Um, yeah. Yes, and as David said, Mr. Hopper is back on today on the podcast. How are you doing, Mr. Hopper? I'm doing very good, thank you. Great, great. It's good to hear so, uh, as uh, our listeners, as you're probably hearing this, uh, this is our second to last episode because the episode that we recorded last, we're going to release later because this is a, se- is a podcast series, and so it's going to be part two of the first episode. And I'm talking too much, but we will be coming back for a second season, so don't fret. The gods of Gab have not retired their mouths quite yet. Oh, no, we still got at least another weird. four years. <laughs> Four years at least. Yeah. All right. We have to do this for four more years. <laughs> yep. We're going to phone you in from wherever, the University of North Dakota or wherever you end up going to. Why, <laughs> man? Go by North Dakota. <laughs> well, I don't know. See the world, dog. Uh, so, North Dakota. <laughs> well, it, I mean, there's an oil North pipeline. Dakota. I can't even go to South Dakota and see Rushmore. Nope. Oh. You got to go to North Dakota. You got to see that pipeline. Real Americana Jack Kerouac. All right. So today we'll be talking with Mr. Hopper. Now, first question, Mr. Hopper. You said in the last episode that you had went to 12 years of college. Yes. And that is not necessarily a bad thing because you are, as most of us, well, all of us should accept and know he is the smartest one in the room right now. I'm sorry. And, you know, y'all. And probably school. Just say that. Well, I should say that... um, I did not do that many years of school because I was some kind of failure. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. It's not like I kept repeating fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Awfully defensive over there. Uh, I'm a senior. I'm in all the clubs, but I can't pass pre-algebra. <laughs> no. Mr. Hopper is one of the smartest people and probably could have... You know, graduated regular school. You know, I would like, like to point out that you did not say one of the smartest people you know. You just said one of the smartest people. Well, I I, <laughs> I don't know a lot of smart people, so you know, outside of myself. Yeah, I mean, like in all wow. honesty, other than Mr. Hopper, everyone in this circle is an idiot. No way. I've got, <laughs> I've got students with good grades in that circle. Very good. Yeah, they might behave silly Ooh. sometimes, but <laughs> okay, book smart. I did. Okay. So tie a kid's so, shoe to a desk when I was in your class. Are you wondering, are you wondering why so many years? I, I am wondering why so many years. Wait, where did you spend those years? Okay, well, um, my uh, my undergraduate degree was from a small Christian college that a lot of people haven't heard of. It's in Georgia. It's called Bruton Parker College. Uh, then I got married, and I got a master's degree from the University of Georgia in Athens. And then I got a second master's degree from Yale in Connecticut. And wow. And I finished that in 2013. And I came straight here from there. This was uh, my first teaching job. And, um, you know, I've been very, very excited to be here. And um, the, the reason why I did so many years of college, because not all that's required to do what I do. <laughs> but I actually finished with far more hours than was required to graduate. Um, and the reason simply why was because each fall when they would release the list of courses being offered, I would look at it and I would 
you know, I would check off this one, check off this one, and then within three or four, that's about all I needed for my hours. But then I saw all these other courses down here. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't not, I can't not do that one. So uh, a funny thing happened while I was at Yale. I was technically a part-time student with a part-time job in the one of the school's libraries. Um, but although I was officially listed as a part-time student, I was taking full-time class hours. Oh wow! Um, I was taking like a, a double load for a part-time student. Um, that's very interesting. Yeah, so I was able to squeeze a, a whole Attention lot of students, if you lost water bottles this year or any type of clothing and would like to come look through the lost and found, this might be a great time to do it. Thanks. Uh, Harris, we're going to keep that in. I think it's interesting that students have lost articles of clothing at school along with water bottles. Yeah. All right. And uh, we're back to you, Mr. Hopper. Continue. Oh, um, I was just going to say that, uh, so I, I was actually, I, have some kind of death wish or something. I was working myself literally to death um, during my uh, during my college years, and I, I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it, and so I decided that teaching was the perfect career because teaching would allow me to go on learning for the rest of my life. Because every, everybody knows a famous saying that says the best way to learn is to teach. And I knew that if I was to become, if I if I finished college and became something like a, a business person, that would be the end of my life. Because my life would be then spent, you know, uh, on a calculator and a spreadsheet for the rest of my life. But I thought, however, if I go on teaching language and history, then I will continue learning language and history for years to come. So, um, you know, I started interviewing for school jobs. I interviewed here. I actually interviewed with our previous headmaster. And I told him, although I am um, actually interviewing for my first teaching job, I said I also hope that I'm interviewing for my last teaching job. Because this is what I consider my calling in life, and, and I want to keep teaching for as long as I have the, uh, have the ability. That's also what I like to yeah. hear. That's, that's like... That's great. That's like what I'm sure is like the complete opposite of the reason why Turley's... Oh, him. yeah. But <laughs> Wait, no, like, he did it. He said the reason to... Turley said the reason he became an English teacher was to spite one of his teachers. Yes, he did. He did say that one day in class. And unfortunately, um, Turley has had to leave the room because uh, Ruffigan's outside the door. Yes, um, absolute hooligans. Tom Fuller. Yeah. All sorts of Tom Fuller is going on outside. Okay, so uh, for those who don't know, Mr. Hopper has a has a large arsenal of weapons we went over and sharp metal over objects. We went over and well, I should also specify for the audience that I do have lots and lots of items in my room that I use to help teaching that are not sharp or deadly. Lots and lots of yes. uh, yes. historical okay. artifacts, yes. replicas, yes. pieces of yes. cloth, all kinds of stuff Absolutely. that is not deadly. There's that too. <laughs> like and the, uh, now, Mr. Hopper is very well suited for a zombie apocalypse. Now, Back to the zombie apocalypse, aren't we? Now, I want to know what everyone else's plans in the zombie apocalypse would be. So we'll start with Harvey. Um, well, I have enough 22 bullets to take down a small country, so I think I'm just gonna chill at the house. <laughs> That's about the same with me. <laughs> we loaded up on the, um, on the bullets this year. Okay, David, what would yours be? Just letting them take me. Go with the floor, man. It's the easy route, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Gannon, okay. what's your plan? Uh, I would actually probably occupy the school. House. 
Occupy. Not a grocery store. <laughs> what is no, no, this? No, the Soviet Union expects you to occupy. go to the grocery. Everyone expects you to occupy a grocery store. They don't expect you to occupy. Everyone buy the zombies. Go ahead and make a Warsaw Pact against the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hopper, what would your be your plan in God forbid a zombie apocalypse? I have no idea. This is not an area I have any knowledge of. But I expect I would be taken by the zombies, but I would go down fighting. And then among the zombies, I would be like, how about I could become the zombie teacher at the zombie school? <laughs> and they've take, successfully taken over the world. You want to go for the brain stem first, because that's where the nutrients are. <laughs> that's beautiful. One thing we yeah. haven't pointed out yet is that Mr. Hopper has won Teacher of the Year this year, so. We must give him a round of applause. Yeah, I really wish I was here. I was sick on the day that they did the um yeah. that they did the award ceremony and I heard Hopper Mr. Hopper won Teacher of the Year and I, I, I lost it. I was very excited and I started to stand up and then I realized that my nose was really stuffed up. I had to sit back down very quickly to catch my breath. Um, but for our viewers, um, I am not contagious. I've like gotten a doctor's excuse, and I have tested negative for the coronavirus. Um, so good. I'm, I'm the back in flu. One of the many reasons Mr. Hopper won is he has absolutely mastered PowerPoint. I have never seen anything like that. Is very until true until this year. That is very true. I do not know how you spend that much time working on a PowerPoint. Well, I've gotten I've gotten good at doing it quick. I've learned a lot of um, a lot of tricks. Uh, the hard way over the years about how to make stuff look better, how to make it look really, really good, and how to manipulate anim animations. And at this point, I actually can do it a little bit faster than I used to. It's taken years to develop the uh, catalog of lessons that I use, but um, it is at least 115 lessons. At least. <sighs> at least. No, 115. For just honors world history. Yes. It is, it is honestly, wow, there are a lot of people. Um, Hello, hey guys. Podcast. Okay, uh, for our viewers, um, females are flooding the room with. Hey, I'm a listener. Very uh, good fan. Charlie just has that effect. Plural. Um, and Charlie is currently holding a coffee mug that says "World's Best Papa." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it appears to be extremely large. Disappointed. Well. Um, Charlie, can you describe your mug that you're holding? Uh, yeah, I'll be glad to. It's pretty cool. Um, the girls of the yearbook staff have um, given me some cards and uh, a giant mug, and it says "World's Best Papa." It looks to be in the neighborhood of twenty to twenty-four ounces. Um, it has got some stars on it. It, it. It's ceramic. It's quite. It's it's, it's quite. It's got a lot of um, weight to it. Um, I really think if after I filled it up with, um, you know, say soda. Um, it would probably weigh in the neighborhood of, you know, probably 18 to 20 ounces. Hmm. Is that including uh, ice? Um, I think ice would probably, yeah, 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 ice. I was, yeah, the ice soda. <laughs> That's something you didn't need to know. Exactly. No, it is. Yeah. I think we did need to know that. I mean, that was pretty necessary information. So back to the smartest person in the room, Mr. Hopper. In your PowerPoints, I have seen, we, uh, 
we as a class who are in your honors world history class have seen slides that depict you on an archaeological dig oh, yes, yes. in the Holy Land. Mm -hmm. So can you hair. just describe what that was like? It was fun. This was uh, summer of 2012. I got I won a scholarship um, called the Two Brothers Fellowship um, at Yale, and I was allowed to do whatever I wanted with it as long as it was something that would you know be an educational experience. And uh, since what I study is ancient languages and history and cultures, I decided that I want, this might be my only chance ever to uh, join an archeological expedition. So I went for about two and a half weeks to the Galilee, and, which is the northern part of Israel where Jesus was from. And we dug at uh, the site of Bethsaida, which is where uh, several of Jesus' disciples were from. And we would get up at about three in the morning because we had to start very, very early because it's so hot. We would go out to the site and we would work until about three in the afternoon. And then sandstorms kick up and it was too hot to continue, so we quit for the day. And, um, and I would go back to my uh, cabin and it was situated right on the shores of uh, the Sea of Galilee, so I'd go swim. And on the weekends we were off of our uh, responsibilities, so we just did sightseeing. We went to all the Dead Sea Scroll Caves, we went to Capernaum, we went to Jerusalem, and I spent a couple nights um, sleeping in the Mount of Olives right outside of Jerusalem. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. Very wow. cool. That's awesome. So, uh, let me ask you, did you find anything? Yes. Um, most of what I found was just broken pieces of pottery, which are in abundance everywhere. I also found uh, pieces of Roman painted glass. Um, I found uh, bone fragments. Um, me and my group, which is a group about this size, found a skeleton. Um, but it wasn't ancient. It was like uh, probably a probably a skeleton from about a hundred years ago. And um, but in the once we got down because we were digging for so long, we dug a hole that's probably about the size of this room in two and a half weeks. Wow! And by the time we got that far to the bottom, we started hitting a little bit more stuff. And one of the things I found was a coin from the uh, Hellenistic period. Oh wow! Time of people like Cleopatra and Augustus. So that's that was awesome. really cool. Very exciting. Wow! That's awesome. For our listeners, this room is. Big. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Every morning having to once it got that big, we had to we had to leave behind like a sloping ramp of dirt wow. in the cut to get down to the bottom. Um, That's crazy. It was really hard work. Very hard work. I got hurt several times. Mm. Wow. There's an archaeological Garland Lind, come to the office, please. In Montezuma, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Where they dug up uh, uh, someone's basement, was putting in a basement down there, and they hit American Indian bones. Really? Sure did. And uh, when they were, they had to stop. They stopped the work on the basement and uh, exhumed the bones um, and uh, several other things. It was a small family that had been buried together in this neighborhood. And uh, then I don't know what they did with all the artifacts and stuff, but I think they sent them up here to to the Okmulgee Indian Mounds because wow. there's a preservation center. But there's also a cave in Montezuma that supposedly it goes from the river way out and they would uh, use it as an escape cave, um, the little Indian tribes there. Hmm. And there's also rumors of zombies, but we'll hmm. get into that in another day. So, <laughs> so before we proceed, let me get this straight. Y'all don't have a Piggly Wiggly, but y'all do in fact have an Indian burial ground <laughs> Uh, a cave, we a do. witch doctor. We do have a Piggly Wiggly. 
Oh, yes, yeah, excuse me. Y'all have one Piggly Wiggly. We have one Piggly Wiggly. Um, <laughs> but y'all have, uh, let's see, the Witch Doctor. Yes, um, Root Doctors. Root Doctor, excuse me. Yeah. What else have we talked about Montezuma that's... I don't know, I try to bring it up at least once an episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of our reoccurring It's themes. not Montezuma, that's Georgia, Birmingham. it's Birmingham, Alabama. Well, y'all, we, we are next to like the largest uh, Confederate prison during the Civil War, it was it was a horrific oh, yeah. camp, Andersonville. I remember yes. that. Yes. Terrible. So that's another horrible thing. And then um, the Flint River, of course, goes through there. You have a Mennonite restaurant close by. A Mennonite restaurant. Yes. We have a, yeah, I've been there before. It's a large group of Mennonites. But you got to be careful driving around there because you get pulled over. I've gotten pulled over a couple times. Yeah, um, I'm, we, not, I'm not a bad driver. I'm yes. not. It's their speed traps through Marshallville. Oh, yeah. Marshallville, uh, which is the northern part I'm, of I'm not a speed demon at all, and I've been pulled over twice in that area. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did they actually ticket you or did they pull you over? Both times I got ticketed. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Mr. Hopper, you got long hair. <laughs> Sorry, were you in a large pickup truck? No, I was okay. not. Okay, see right there, you, in, in out of county tags, yeah. long hair, and and I would and not a large pickup truck. There, yeah, you're getting pulled over. Sorry, <laughs> we're so, stereotyping you. It's a terrible group. What? <laughs> so let me just, uh, you know, this is an ad for Montezuma, Georgia. If you ever need your wart talked off, um, yes, uh, baby back ribs. Um, Indian long, curse or anything. That long hair. Really, just horrible to happen. It, it to literally you. is probably the center of the universe. Wow. Um, the nexus of the universe. Uh, I, I'll get into the more nexus. of the weirdness of this small community on season later. two. <laughs> Next to the tractor. <laughs> yes. Down by the vacant lot. <laughs> well, folks, that's all the time we have today. We're sorry to leave you hanging, but don't worry, there will be more. Special thanks to our audience. If you wish to contact the podcast, see please see the description for the email link. And as always, thank you so much.